Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast, His and Hers, where each week we discuss and talk about how crazy life is together as a couple. So a little introduction, since some of you listening may not know us. I'm Fustina, I'm 20 years old and I'm from a little town called Belfast in Northern Ireland. And I'm Cameron, I'm 22 and I'm from East London, which I'm sure you all know is in England. Yeah, <laughs> so you may be wondering why I start a podcast now. So we both thought that a podcast would be cool to do separately. So whenever we got into relationship, we discovered that we both enjoy the aspect of making a podcast. So we were like, let's start one now, isn't it? Yeah. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, a podcast has always been, that's been a main source of interest for me. That's probably, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to get to know stuff like celebrities and that sort of thing yeah and I, I do media in university so like i make podcasts like each semester so i'm i'm happy that we're starting one now in this episode me and Camel will set you the journey in how we met discuss different types of relationships and answer some anonymous questions i got from my social media platforms so let's go back to whenever we met baby so Which that was, was when? we met on the 23rd of march 2021 yes last year you know our one year anniversary is coming up yeah it's coming up in, in three weeks nearly yeah Not very long ago. that's a bit scary because i feel like i've known you for like my whole life yes when we met we did skip a lot of the formalities of introduction I'm yeah to say. like so let's let's tell them how we actually met so like should i say my point of view or should you go first I'll say your point of view first. Okay, so we have a friend called Ayana and she hosted Games Nights every Tuesday in first year. And it was like the only time that I got to socialize with other people. So um, there was one night that we partied at our actual friend's house, Eva, and uh, the security guy came up and was like, okay, party's over, guys. And we were like, oh, man. Like, so we were like, right, let's not end the night here. Let's go to Eastside uh, Park. Eastside, is it called Eastside Park? I don't know the where it's called. It is, I can't remember where it's called, but I know it's behind Jennings Court accommodation. Yeah, I think it's called Eastside Park. That's where everybody used to skate. Well, people still skateboard there. So, um, yeah, I met Cameron there. when I, I was drunk at the time, so whenever I saw Cameron out the first time, I was like, oh, he is tall. And ever since that day, we were just we just became lovers <laughs> yeah we just got on like a house on fire isn't that right yeah we did it was it was pretty very straightforward yeah very straightforward. and i feel like we met at a good time because like you can say your point of view actually no well um when i first met her i mean it happened quite literally how she said it apart from there was a games night i received the invite to come but of course i was at a time i was preoccupied with work because um, I do mechanical engineering and I had a lot on my plate at the time. So I agreed to come later. Um, of course, by that time, they'd already been kicked out. And the person who invited me, she wasn't really paying attention to her phone. Bear in mind, she was the, she was the only person at that party I knew at that point. Yeah, and this is our friend Ayana. And even then, when I say I knew her, I mean, like, I've spoken to her twice. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, she invited me to come along and she wasn't paying attention to her phone and there was moments I was thinking I I might just not bother and just stay in my flat because yeah. she wasn't picking up I had no idea where they were I think I saw her 
I think I did see her with Faustina actually, but of course I didn't know at the time, so that was just some random person. Um yeah. eventually she picked up and told me where she was going and I saw them walking, uh, walking towards where we actually needed to be. Yeah. And I remember following them. But of course I didn't know anyone, so I didn't want to go head in because it was would it be a bit intimidating? A lot of new faces, and of course, they'd be paying a lot of attention to me, especially considering the way I'm walking up to them. Is, I'm basically following. <laughs> them, I'm looking like her. Yeah, I just, I just didn't know who you were because, okay, for those who don't know, Cameron's like six four, so he yeah. is a tall man. Like whenever I say tall, tall. Yeah, I've, at first I greeted Diana, and of course people noticed me because the way I walked up was. People are probably thinking, oh, who is this guy? Yeah. Why did he just walk why did he just walk through us like that? Yeah. I didn't notice you until Marsha was like, Are you from London? Are you from London? Yeah, loads yeah, loads quite a few people came to greet me. Of course yeah. I, saw, I remember <laughs> distinctly Fustina saying, London gang, and reached in to spud me. <laughs> like, as in East London gang. So I thought, Oh, another girl from East London. Nice, nice. Okay, which leads us to the next thing. Well, I want to know, what was your first impressions of me? Well, first of all, when you sat down and started speaking to me, I thought, this girl is not from East London. <laughs> this girl's not from London at all. No, it's because I used to live in London, so I fist bumped you f for that reason, but yeah. I didn't fist bump you because I was from London. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you seem, she seemed friendly. Uh, she was interested. I mean, when I first saw her, she already looked like the sort of person that who I'd go for. Um yeah. So I already had some level of interest. I don't know if I was necessarily looking to try and shoot my shot or anything, but yeah. I just knew that when I saw her, she was like, she fit the description of someone who <laughs> I yeah. find appealing. Yeah. Well, of course, I find you tall. Mm. I was like, I'm out of your league. Like, you won't be able to date me. <laughs> Just thought you're out of my league. No, like you're out of my league. Uh. No, no, like you're you're more attracted than me. Well, I thought that in my head, and I feel like we're equal now. Yeah, I mean, opinions are opinions, isn't it? Yeah. So I was like, this boy, this six foot mixed race boy, does not want to. Six foot four, actually, six foot four mixed race boy does not want to uh, speak to me. But I asked what your name was, and you were like, hold on. You were on your phone because you were yeah. doing your deadline thing. Yeah, it was literally when I met her, I was coming from having having had to hand in a report, yeah. a big report for a project. So I was kind of, I had quite a lot on my plate at the time, like I said earlier. But yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. 23rd of March, 2021. And we talk. we sat there talking the whole night. Uh, usually when you're at a party you might talk to someone for a bit and then you move on to the next person yeah. but i'm pretty sure from once you started speaking to me that was kind of it for the night i don't think she spoke to anyone else no. <laughs> whenever he went to go to the toilet shulen uh james came over and was like oh my god how is it going between you and cameron and i was like yeah he's actually dead on man like i've never met someone who had i've had an instant connection with like we were talking for hours that night yeah like we felt like a couple i started tickling you and all that like we generally looked like a couple so i'm happy about that. i think that alcohol definitely helped so yeah that's how we met which was cute let's move on to the different types of relationships because i know 
our generation, like we're in uni, and I never thought I'd meet someone. Yeah. Um. So there's dating stage, of course. That's what we did whenever we saw, mm. well, got to know each other. Then exclusively dating. Then mm. there's friends with benefits, which lots of people do nowadays. Mm. However, there's a new one. And if you don't know what situationships, you've been living under a rock. So it refers to a romantic relationship that is and remains undefined. It's basically the space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship, isn't it, baby? Yeah, usually it involves two parties who are not on the same page about how, what what their relationship is. Yeah. So if, if you and the person you're with are unable to by themselves like, without input from the other person determine yeah. what you are i'd say that's probably a situation is it yeah um i remember we both talked about this and we we find this term through university like i remember hearing this from someone in my course and i was like what the hell is a situationship but then i realized it was all it was like trending all over so- social media like it's a popular new term used within our generation like it's all over tiktok instagram twitter Mm. like the situationships memes like they are funny mm. but um i have a question for you actually baby why do you think people get into situationships well it usually happens when i'd say one person likes the other person more than the other person does like the the i say the attract the level of attraction is greater on one side than the other. Yeah. Um, the party that's less attracted tends to, I'd say, they don't really know how to communicate. That. No, they don't. Usually they might be, they fear, they fear hurting the other person's feelings. Or yeah. they still want to have some level of relationship with them, but they don't want it to go any further than that. But they don't want it to disappear either. Yeah, I think like... I, before I met Cameron, I was so scared of committing to a relationship. But whenever the connection's so real and so genuine, I think you need to think it through. And I think people get into situationships because they're scared of commitment to a romantic relationship. Because as I said, like situationships is the is the space between a committed relationship and something that is more than a friendship. So like they don't want to pass that level. Also, one thing I have to say, people being yeah. scared to commit to a certain relationship, they're not necessarily in the wrong because there may be reasons why, valid reasons why they feel yeah. scared. But the part, like, situationships, I think it'll be fair to say, ideally, you, that's the type of relationship you don't want to be in. No, it's 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 even harder for if one person likes the other one. Hmm. like. Because like friends with benefits can lead into situationships. Oh, we know that for sure. We have friends out there who has been through this, but like, and I feel like sometimes they may feel a bit lonely and just want comfort. Like situationships is for those who want comfort. Like they can go back to someone and like talk about something particularly if they need to. But yeah, but I think situationships are definitely popular nowadays, isn't it? Mm. Well, I think it's just. I think it's just based. I think part of that might also be because people people move a lot faster. They jump into relationships a lot. Oh yeah, they do definitely in Norwich. And I think that's where issues kind of occur. I mean, you can like you people will have never met each other, and then two weeks later they're in a fully relationship. (laughs) I've heard of relationships where 
within the span of months, someone has gone from meeting someone, getting into a relationship with them, and then breaking up. Yeah, all it's in a the bit, space of a month. It's a bit all over the place, but that's what relationships are. Mm. But yeah, I feel like some people would have busy lives as well, so like they can't really commit to relationships, so they're in between being a situationship. Mm. To end our first episode, we are going to now answer some vital questions some of my followers on Instagram sent to me. I won't be saying the names, of course. This is totally anonymous, so don't worry. I want this to be a safe place. And remember, we are not experts. Hell to the no, we're not experts. We are just stating our opinions and thoughts. Mm. So the first question is, let me just actually get it up. So the first question is, when does a relationship become exclusive? Oh, do you want to start, baby? I'd say a relationship probably becomes exclusive when when both parties have decided that they don't want the person they're dating to be also suing other people. Yeah. Um, well, there's no genuine answer to this. It just happens whenever you feel both are equally ready to be an exclusively mm. uh, an exclusive dating world. Yeah um but yeah like whenever me and cameron were dating i asked cameron are we exclusively dating because i i didn't want to be led on or anything like that i just wanted to feel like okay am i is this for long term is this short term because i really genuinely liked cameron so i was like cameron baby yeah when like are we exclusively dating or Mm. not yeah and you, you were thinking of no. What, what did you respond? Well, of course you said yes. Yeah. Well, but I you mean, thought it, you thought it through, didn't didn't you a bit? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, in my in my mind, I kind of subconsciously um, established that I guess we're not pursuing other people because yeah. Of course, I was not speaking to anyone at the time anyway, and neither was she. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we've. I guess with exclusive relationships, sometimes you don't need to necessarily discuss, but it depends on. It depends on if you're aware of how how each other feel about each other. Yeah, and I feel like because we since whenever we first met, I had to fly back home for Easter, and that was for two weeks. And we communicated through iMessage and Snapchat to keep keep a little bit of interest in a relationship so whenever i came back i was like okay we're dating but i think it was around may time april time mm. um after ayana's uh birthday party i was like i really like this guy and i want to be in a relationship with him so we took it to the next level and we became exclusively dating so it i you have to you have to make sure that your your other partner is ready for that step because they may not want to pursue anything long term but mm. that's a thing about situationships or friends with benefits that they might just want to have sexual intercourse but fuck that shit <laughs> yeah like I, I i feel after meeting cameron i know i'm a relationship type of person 100 percent. yeah yeah definitely but yeah would you say anything more uh, about exclusive relationships um i'm not too sure really i mean the term exclusive becoming exclusive is quite a new term to me i didn't really realize it was until until she asked that was literally the first time i 
ever heard of the See, term. I heard it all exclusive. the time. I heard it all the time. So I thought that was the genuine good well, response. That, I'm not really like a, like, I'm not really a romantic type. Like, of course, I like how I'm like relationships, but I don't really follow it. Like, I'm not really that yeah, interested in I other people's you. relationships. Well, yeah you've been in a relationship before but you've been my first partner so mm. i understand where you're coming from yeah but yeah we can move on to the next question which is what does a healthy relationship look like okay i want to leave this a bit because like there's no genuine well there is answers to this there's correct answers and there's wrong answers however every single relationship is completely different but for me i feel like i i wonder if people understand the level of work you need to put into truly maintain a relationship, especially a healthy one, like you shouldn't just throw a relationship away whenever you feel like they're broken. Like mm. talk it through with your partner and find out what specifically is affecting the situation. Like I would, I, oh my God, I would advise people to just talk it through with your partner. Like I find it a bit confusing why people would be like, okay, let's break things up because we've had one argument like what the fuck yeah it's it's perfectly normal to have arguments with people you know yeah it's perfectly normal no one's gonna agree with you exactly yeah so it's arguments are put i'd say when it comes to arguing a healthy relationship will have its arguments and disagreements I yeah think the difference between a healthy relationship as a and a healthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship is they can in a healthy relationship you can have uh arguments about it going to name calling attacking them your partner yeah, as a yeah. character all that sort of thing um bringing up i think bringing up stuff that has already you've already resolved like if you've already had an issue in the past but you've already made up over it said your mm. piece one person's apologized the other person's accepted their apology that once that's been closed like i think it's quite a toxic thing to be bringing that sort of thing back up again um yeah like try and avoid like if something's generally bothering you in a relationship just speak it to your partner instead of like blabbering it to everybody else because like mm. it's your relationship only like it's your it's your thoughts and opinions it's your oh, relationship. yeah def- definitely once once other people know about the issues in your relationship that can be quite a slippery slope yeah. that can make it hard to resolve because you're putting someone's personal business out there they're feeling like there's stuff that people might be emotionally attached to certain things so you've got to be kind of especially if it's your partner because yeah. if it wasn't your partner it'd be quite mean to do that sort of thing but to someone who you're supposed to love like yeah you should if you're not willing to do that to someone who you don't care that much about, why would you be okay with doing it to someone who's supposed to be like your partner? Your, yeah, your partner in crime. Yeah. I just I just feel like a healthy relationship is one that you both you both generally have a good intentions for one another. Like you wanna you're not growing by yourself, you're growing with that partner. Mm. And it's about it's about realizing that, you know, love is love love can be anything that you want it to be but i've i've been through well i'm going through this relationship and i'm absolutely loving it of course we have some disagreements here and there but that's not going to break us up like what the like no yeah i've never had i've never had an argument where any part i thought uh 
should this be a this relationship be over you gotta just have yeah, faith yeah have faith of course everything that we do together we're doing it for one another as well like we're doing it together we're growing together i i just can't understand why relationship advice isn't more available to young people like this is why me and cameron are doing a podcast like it's his and hers like so my point of view and your point of view we're in a couple we're in a long time relationship oh you know what would be good what if we had maybe an older couple coming yeah i think we're we're gonna get experts in because we generally want to not necessarily experts but people that have been in a longer term relationship oh you you know people don't you um i say so but like i think it would be good to get people like actually older than us yeah yeah because like we're trying to figure out like guests for our next episode as well that would be sick but yeah i just i just we're making this podcast because young young i feel like young uh couples are underrated Mm. so why not make a young couple now bring up the podcast industry (laughs) because i don't know any other young couple podcasts out there do you no it's very niche isn't it yes well i'm very innovative what's that word innovative innovative (laughs) yeah that word but yeah uh and the final question that i got is what is the best advice for singles to meet someone oh should i start or do you want to start you can start baby um i'd say put yourself out there in social situations um don't go into something expecting something in return kind of just go over the flow i was i was saying this to you yesterday because like we were doing our research of course like we we can't just go in here blind but um i was saying go to the places that you'd probably want to meet your match because like whenever oh baby (laughs) cameron's just moving around with the mic this is new to you isn't it you've Mm. never done this but um but yeah i would say go to the places that you would attend and meet in your match so i was i attended games night whenever i first met cameron he wasn't there of course but his attentions was to go there beforehand so that meant he was interested in games night. he wanted to get he he likes alcohol he wanted to communicate with people he likes games so i knew that of cameron whenever i first met him because we met at a social gathering Hmm. so i recommend meeting people so like if you like going to escape rooms well you can't really meet other people at escape rooms because you're doing that escaping by yourself or with other people but like for example if you like bowling go meet go to bowling events and you'll probably find your match because if if that person likes bowling of course they're gonna enjoy Mm. bowling as well you're gonna enjoy so like i recommend going to the places that you intend and meeting your match and of course there's dating apps that you can use but I recommend. I like meeting people in person. Yeah, there's a certain feel for a person that you can't really get from looking at them online. Yeah, I would try. Like, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, don't go on dating apps. But I would try and avoid dating apps if you can. Because I I think meeting someone in real life, you'll get to understand like their facial expressions, yeah. their body language, everything that you, that you can take to the next step. The best advice I would give for singles to meet someone is go to the place that you probably want to find your match i'm gonna say that as many times as i can because i feel like that's the best option Mm. like yes dating apps are out there like tinder hinge bumble what else is there grinder 
Yeah, there's yeah, there's quite a few. There's lots of there, but I think Tinder is the top one dating app oh, in yeah, history. Certainly. Oh my god, that reminds me of the Tinder swindler. Mm. <laughs> okay, don't get scammed, but um, yeah, just be careful on the dating apps as well, and just just be yourself. I know it sounds cliche, but everything happens better whenever you're yourself. You don't want to be catfished or mm. uh been lied to oh yeah certainly certainly yeah be yeah be careful with the online dating it it can it can work for some people but just go outside go go on a run and you'll probably find your athlete there and also of course (laughs) when it comes to dating people don't don't go in with expectations of anything either that be getting into a relationship them having sex or anything like that yeah it's best just to go in and just go with the flow yeah it's natural and you can't be disappointed if you don't go and expect anything. Exactly, baby. Oh, you you said that cute. I think that's all the questions that we have. Unfortunately, that's the end of our first episode. But I've, I hope you've enjoyed our first episode of His and Hers podcast. You can catch us next Wednesday for another episode. Yeah, I think we're going to schedule each episode to be on Wednesday. Yeah. <coughs> oh my God, my voice. But yeah, um, I think Wednesdays are a good way. It's in between them uh week but we want to just keep this raw and natural like we don't want to put any pressure on it but um yeah cute isn't it yeah. right take care guys bye bye